Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the 505 Podcast. Welcome back, All Big right. Dog Chase. Yes, dude. I uh, feel like a celebrity on this podcast. Well, here's the thing. I missed like a week, but you guys just decided you had, you know, you, all the guests the way it lined up. It seemed like I was gone for a year, but um, we like, figured it out. Probably like 10 episodes we've just been just doing. Just 15, yeah. I'm, I'm amazing at podcasting now. Yeah, you guys can just crank them out. You're so good at it. Christ, dude. I was listening to it because, you know, like, I don't know. I was listening because I, he- I hear my own voice mm-hmm. and I'm all stressed out. I was like, man, the guys are really killing it, dude. Thanks, Come on. Man. Good dude, stuff. we're glad to have you back. Oh, it's good to be back, man. How yeah. was the land of Louisiana? I was in, so I was I was in Louisiana for a shoot, which was actually pretty fun. Uh, Lafay- Lafayette, yeah, it's pretty good, right? Yeah, yeah, Chase made me a drink, and this yeah, is delicious. Bad at it. Well, Louisiana, dude, I had some of the best old fashions. I had too many old fashions, but it was after the shoot. Mm. Shoot wrapped early, so lunch at the pre-production, or the production lunch. You know, I don't know if I should say this. Anyways, yeah, so we had some good old fashions, you know. <laughs> um, it was pretty good. But I was home for a wedding, which is really fun. But really quick story. It's pretty funny. So the wedding's on Saturday, as weddings are. I don't have like a big boy suit, right? Mm-hmm. So I go to my bro. I text my brother. I'm like, what's my oldest brother, Benton? We just fucking know the suit place. And he's like, text me this cool place. It's like a little boutique in Minneapolis. I go in there. It's called like Anthropology. No, no, that's not it. It's, it's Atmosphere. A, it's a atmosphere with store. an F. You know, it's called Atmosphere with an F. I walk they in there. They sell rugs though. and candles at I walk Anthropology, in there. dude. Home goods? Yeah, dude. <laughs> got a little there. Hobby Lobby, maybe? <laughs> um, I walk in there, and there's two people that are like dressed all cool or whatever, and I'm like, hey, I'm going to buy a suit. And they're like, what? I'm like, I'm going to buy a suit. And they're like, yeah, so that's not really how this works. Like, we have, you have an appointment, you know, and it's like, a, it's like a long process. They're like, when do you need it by? And I was like, oh, I need it today. And they're like, what do you mean? They're like, well, the wedding's tomorrow. I need it today for sure. They're like, yeah, that's just not how that works at all. And I was like, so here's the thing. I'm going to give you money to give me a suit today. Like that's, I'm here now. And they're like, Mm -hmm. no, you need an appointment. But then this guy started doing these weird like hypotheticals where he's like, well, if I were to give you a suit and he like looks me up and down, he's like, you know, it'd be like a 38 tall. Like if I were to give you like, I would have you try this one on. It just fits like a glove. I try the suit coat on. And he's like, and like, what would you want? I would like, I think I would want it like in black. Like if you were to give me a suit, all of a sudden they're just like ringing me up. And they're like, if you were to like pay for this suit, it would be $500 or whatever the fuck. You know, I was like, so did I buy a suit or no? And then I'm like, yeah, I'm going to leave with a suit. Right. And then I left with the suit. What great. color? Black? You just got a black. Cause I want it like Classic. timeless, just yeah. a timeless suit. Fits good. Fits good. It was fun. It was fun to see the people from home. Um, you know, good people. You didn't want to wear that Christmas suit I let you borrow for I that? I thought about it. Oh, God, Close we had a second. fun night. Yeah. But then, yeah, I went down to Louisiana for that, had the shoot, and now I'm back. Fun fact. So I have two Christmas suits. And, incredible. And uh, us three rocks went to a Christmas party, which was so much fun. We tore up the town. It was like in the, it was was like wearing in the hills. Yeah. It was like all night. Cool and a hot I tub, and we were just dressed see, like I couldn't lunatic. see a thing inside the party. <laughs> No way I, could, I was dude. rocking the darkest fucking shades, <laughs> and I remember being in there. I was like, "I'm so committed to this." Like, yeah, and I remember yeah, some were. girls like brightest fucking. I'm like super bright. Yeah, dude, like, we really, we really went for it that night. But like, it was it was oh, so funny man. because uh, I let Chase and Brayden wear um, these Christmas suits that I have that are just too big for me. And Chase puts on. He goes, "Dude, it's the best suiting. It was. This is the best fitting suit I've ever put and on." It did. It did. Fit, it fit real it fit good, great. dude. Yeah, we oh. look so good in those. We suits. had such a fun little night. Anyways, that's for next yeah. Christmas episode. Hopefully, we'll have. Yeah, we're, oh, gonna, yeah. we're gonna pop that one back on. And you went to Coachella. Went to Coachella with yeah, Costas. It was a blast. Um, Coachella. It was your first you know, time. Here's the thing. It's 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 such like a spectacle to see. You know what I mean? You see the pictures. You see the videos ahead of time. It's just like it's pretty like uh, surreal. I would say. 
pretty dope. Um, would you go back? Yeah, I would go back. I think I would do it differently. The thing is, is like the logistics of going to Coachella is a bummer. Like getting like the traffic was terrible, and then like the walk in and like the walk out. But like once you're in there, it's pretty cool. The most ideal situation is camping, but but not ideal. Exactly. Not so you got to find a way to like glamp. I if saw you this could girl figure out a way to glamp at Coachella. It'd probably be ideal. She was washing her hair with a bag because the shower line was three hours long at uh, the camping yeah, place. Thing. Can't do that. Yeah, it had some like firefest ishness outside of the Coachella, but once you're in there, it's dope. Who um, who is your favorite act? My favorite act was, you know. When I honestly, Billy brought out the gorillas, which was crazy because the gorillas like don't perform. They're like super reclusive. It was, I was like, this is a fucking moment. Um, Shania Twain, when Harry Styles brought her out was fucking awesome. And it's cool too. Cause I didn't realize, cause we were there. I didn't realize yeah. that that was like an internet explosion of a moment. Mm. So every time I brought it up, they were like, you were there. I was like, what do you mean? Like, yeah, I watched all over the internet. So that was kind of fun. That's great. Um, Lane and I snuck into a VIP twice, which was great. You had that down. First time I just like tried to scan in. I didn't realize. I thought I was walking to alcohol thing. You know how I roll. And it, and it turned green though. And and the guy goes, no, this is VIP. And I'm like, oh, it turned green. And then Lane was like, well, let's try the next guy. I tried the next guy. I just scanned and walked right in. The next day they weren't scanning, but we just said like, oh, hey man, what's up? I'm not going to scan, but like, it's good to see you, man. And just like walked right in. <laughs> you know, it's all about confidence. Saw Matt Como there. See him everywhere. I was going to ask. Just, just, him, just, just everywhere, just, everywhere. just like glue, huh? Everywhere we go. Shout out Matt Como. Yeah, and now we're doing um, uh, working working on this project that uh, you know he worked on the last one. Yeah, exactly. We should beat Matt Como. I think every podcast we should shout out Matt Como. Well, you just until see him we get him on. Until we get him on. Yeah, I would do. I would love to have him on because I have so many funny Matt Como stories of just seeing him everywhere. Yeah, so shout out Matt Como. Yeah, I'll tell. I'll save him for when he comes on. I'm not going to tell Perfect. him until he comes on. Speaking of this project that we're yes. working on that Matt Como did a video for, we just locked in a, a new project that the Three Rocks mm-hmm. get to work on, which anytime that happens, we're real excited. Call it Stonehenge, maybe? Yeah. When all three of us, all three of us rocks are on it? There we go. Yeah. Oh, Bring yeah. the Avengers just together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There it is. Assemble, like that GIF. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm, I'm really excited to, to work on this with you. It came about through Instagram DMs, and I was like, yo, boys, had a great meeting with this, uh, with this company. What do you guys think? Let's hop on a call. It's just a great call. And now we all three get to work together. Which is so amazing. Fun. It's been going through. It's so fun to go through the ropes of like a big production. There are so many steps, but it's so like, it's gratifying. It's like you almost use different creative outlets because you're not just shooting. You're like thinking of like treatments. You're thinking of like the mood and the fucking feel of like what it'll be like. And it's cool to have to go through those ropes ahead of time. It's also Go ahead. I was just going to say, it's also really nice to have you guys to lean on, especially bringing on um, Braden's good friend Sharif as the producer. Yes. Um, you guys definitely have more experience than I do on these like bigger production type of shoots. And it's so nice living with you guys and being able to bring you guys onto projects and being able to lean into you guys and be like, kind of take the lead a little bit. And like, what do we got to do for pre-production? How's all the logistics going to work? It's just like, I just want to say thank you. Cause like, I would it's been have fun, not been able dude. to do it. Well, let's let's, let's talk about it. Let's yeah. talk about it on this pod, dude. Come on. Let's do it. Let's talk about all that, all the pre-production, all the business, yeah, all the stuff. It's got to go, for a lot of you listening, when we made this pod, this was for the little rock us in mind. This was. You know, so I hope that either, wherever you're at on your journey, that you can hopefully pick up, you know, one to two things from every episode that we do and apply it to what you're doing right now to hopefully expedite your process. And we've... We've messed up like so much shit and that used to be how you had to do filmmaking. You used to right. literally only be Just able, the up. only way to do it was to trial and error. Yep. And now what's really cool is you have people that do courses 
And that's why I have a different mic today, huh? Oh, <laughs> oh, hey, hey, yeah. That you also have the, the <laughs> little Easter egg. <laughs> you also have the opportunity to learn from YouTube, to learn from different places. But even today, right? I think when I learned, I learned on YouTube. You know how many goddamn YouTube videos I had to watch before yeah. I found one that some actually of them are was good. Long, some oh of them suck. Shout out Justin Adi show, great yeah. guy. Yeah, he's, but, he's know, a good kind d- of boring voice. Like work on it, change it, but <laughs> be more interesting. Yeah, eh, I will also say. Okay, anytime you're learning something new in this industry, mm-hmm. whether it's like how to do even like an effect or like something that you have to include in a contract, there's certain things that you you don't even know like the term for it. Sure. So you can't even Google it to learn it. Which, yes, totally. And oh my God. And there's so, so many true. things that we're going to talk in this uh, about in this podcast episode that like I learned literally this past year Same. from living with you guys and working sure. on projects with you guys. And just like asking you guys like, yo, what is this? Or right. what do I include in this contract? Or like just certain things like that. That's so true. And like, and there's no shame. And still like I was, I was editing today and I was like watching a tutorial and Lena was like, are you watching a tutorial like she like i'm like yeah i still watch some tutorial i didn't know i couldn't remember the flicker trick you know i had some like flicker from like stupid lights mm. in this video and I, was, I just couldn't remember you gotta like push it one frame forward and lower the passive 50 percent on the top Dang. layer but i couldn't remember exactly how to do it and she would look like so disgusted with me i was watching a tutorial <laughs> you'd be surprised at the little things that you learn like i've been doing this for like almost 10 years now and like i'll do something and i'll be like there's got to be a faster way to yes, do this. You exactly. know, I'm always trying to figure or out more efficient or more. Exactly. And, well, and you never stop learning. If yeah. you stop learning, you fucking you're done. You're not doing it anymore. But um, should we get into? Yes. Into how how we can really like our tips for basically making business around this and making business seamless and maximize your business as a creator. Definitely. I got one thing, though, before we hop into it, <laughs> I just want to go over if you did a two hundred dollars shoot, like two between two and five hundred bucks back mm-hmm. in the day, mm-hmm. what did that look like? What you get? Oh, a, you got a two hundred dollars oh, shoot. Fine. What did it look like? What did that look like for you? Oh man, probably like one call on the phone uh-huh. where I don't say the price because I'm thinking fifty dollars, and then they say two hundred fifty, and I'm like going on mute, like so pumped, you know. Uh-huh. And then one call, basically, they tell me what they want, and then I roll up with my camera. And I'm like, all right. So, and I'm like looking as I'm going, I'm like, oh, I could film that. And I run and film it. Or I could, oh, I could film that. I run and film it. Or like they have like some like interview thing, but I'm just like hitting the camera. I just brought my mic. You know what I mean? Like I don't really, I'm not like giving questions or anything. There's nothing before. There's obviously editing, but like no pre-production, no like creative um, work together, no concepting, which is so important now. But what did it look like for you? Yeah, I remember one of the shoots that we did, we like went out to the coast of Oregon and I was supposed to fly the drone in the beginning. And then I get out there and I go, sick, no memory card for the drone. That's great. We won't, with no drone today. And then I go, all right, let's get some B-roll. And I look in the camera, it's fucking great. No memory card in the camera. (laughs) And then, and then I go, all right, we're at code red. We're like two hours away. And I remember I go, hey, you're into photography, right? You got that camera in the back, pulls out this card, eight gigabytes. That's great. We're going to, I don't even know they make them like that. We're going to figure this out. So it's crazy how that works. Yeah. And I think that just showing up to things without little to literally zero preparation with the camera and looking at a place and then most of the frames looking like shit when I get back home, I'm like, oh, there's a box in the back of that shot. That's great. Yeah. You know, just like there's so many things. There's probably like 95 things that are going on at once at a video shoot that you probably need to like remember all the settings of the camera, all the space, like 
you know, all the things need to be perfect. Oh, there's a light flickering well, in the back. And right? then you get further on and you're thinking about like the treatment or like the script. And I'm like, am I following the script? Am I getting the script shots that they want? Is the client happy? Like on that LAFC shoot, there were fucking like 50 people on set. You know how stressful that is, dude? And you're thinking like, well, I got to get that because we have that in the treatment. We got to make sure. Like there's just, your brain is like this. Not a shoot for somebody else, but for when I was trying to like start out mm-hmm. and do like YouTube stuff. I was telling Brayden this earlier when we were planning out the pod, but... I was like, okay, I need lights. So I went to Home Depot. Sure. They got lights there. <laughs> yeah. They got yeah, lights there. Great place Not to get like lights. video lights. Chandeliers and shit. <laughs> yeah. So I got lights from there. Floodlights. Yeah. And then like I was watching YouTubers and one thing that uh, just a popular thing that YouTubers would do would be like they would say something and then they would crop in mm, further mm, to mm. like make your face a little bit bigger when you're like emphasizing a point. I didn't know how to do that in editing. So I thought they literally had to like... Film like thing, zoom quick, zoom like zoom in oh, like five funny. millimeters on the lens, like little things like yeah, that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh man, you just have no Dude, idea when you're just, starting it's out. It's just trial and error. Yeah, it man. is trial and error. But now we have the 505 yes. Pod, and we're here to help you guys. There we so go. Yes. This is going to be great. So buckle up. Yeah, yeah, get out your fucking notebook, get out your journal, get out the iPad, and let's rock and roll. So first, first order of business, ladies and gentlemen, is your Instagram is not your portfolio. It's a great place to start. I think like if you don't have bread, like I didn't have bread in college, so I was using my Instagram, and then. Mm. When someone was like, yo, uh, let me see your website. I go, it's great. Right. I, I literally remember, this is why I made a website. My sophomore year, I got a job to go work for the A's. And, mm. and I was like, the guy goes, send me your reel and your website. And I go, shit, I don't have a reel or a website. Right. So literally pull an all-nighter, make yep. a Squarespace. Good places for websites, Squarespace, Wix, and we use WordPress because you can get data on people. So, yes. you know, give you me pro- your data. give me your data, give me your email. But that, <laughs> you know, that is why you could use one of those nicer websites where mm-hmm. Squarespace and Wix don't give you as much like information on who's checking out your site and but all like that good easier stuff. To make e- super, yeah. e- super easy to make. Yes. You know, they have like all those templates and whatnot. But They're you- kind of similar to Canva in a sense of like they sure. have plug all and these play. templates plug and for play. a website. Yeah. But you need a reel. And I remember when I made like my first reel. What's a reel? The- so a reel is basically just a collection of all your best work. Mm-hmm. And you, it's about and a minute. It's about, it's always, it, yeah, it rarely goes over a minute. People don't like it if it's over a minute. People are busy. And, and it's just like you put like your best work first, basically. It should have like a feel that like suits who you are and like what your style is and like how you like like to make videos. Like if you want to make like really like beautiful like nature videos like it shouldn't be like blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, you know what i mean definitely but um like usually has high energy and like just show off your best work yeah you want me to do, do that one more time yeah, blah, blah, yeah, yeah we're back in the sahara time time yeah, 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 absolutely. exactly my ears are still going but make i remember when i made a reel all of a sudden people would ask me like oh let me see your work send them the reel and all of a sudden i have the job it's just yeah. like that like real is such an important step and just Sometimes you can even shoot stuff on spec where you're not getting paid and you just be like, well, this is for my reel. Cause exactly. it's kind of weird. Cause like you can't make a, you can't get work without having work done. So it's like a vicious circle if you don't just like go out and make your own work. And you know? okay, let's say you haven't done a ton of paid work. You've only had a few. Mm-hmm. Use spec work or just like go out to get like literally a specific shot for your reel. Totally. If you want, you know, to keep building your reel and have more variety. Also, the, the problem with using Instagram as your quote unquote portfolio is that. Instagram's in chronological order. And the thing mm-hmm. with the website is you want to focus and highlight your best work. Not your most recent. Exactly. exactly. So that's another plus t- and a reason why you need to have a website. Yeah. Bare bones website, like put your reel on there and then below it, just put like a cool video you made that you're proud of. Give like your credit, like, right. Like say what you did on each video. And then like, like if you have your reel and like three videos you made, 
that's like enough as a starting yeah. point. You yeah. know what I mean? I remember in college, our like our sophomore year class or something, everyone had to make a website and nobody had any work. So like the class was literally making work for the website. Interesting. And everyone's website sucked because right. there's like two things on them. But then the professor just kept telling us, okay, like you're going to consistently be adding to this and yeah. tweaking it until you're happy with it, until your best stuff's on it that you can actually go get a job with. And making websites a fun, like creative outlet too, I would say. So yeah, get into it. Enjoy it, man. Also, another tip is get a good like headshot of yourself. Yeah. Oh yeah. Not yeah. a baby picture. Yeah. Put a, picture. put a very up-to-date photo of yourself. That's like, shows looking, your face. Yeah, yeah. Shows your face. You're looking good. You're in a nice fit or a suit. I don't maybe, know. maybe hold the camera. A yeah. suit from anthropology. Yeah. 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 Go get yeah, those. Yeah, those yeah, are yeah. great. <laughs> you put candles on each <laughs> shoulder. I think too, with, um, with just making this website, have a nice about section, get like, yeah. let people get to know you a little bit. If you're, I, I think our, our good friend, Kyle Finney, he's, he's a jokester and his website, right when you open the about says, fuck this guy. And it's just a billboard and it's Kyle Finney. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, that's just kind of funny. Like have fun with the website, make it look, yeah. you know, like you, you, cause you're all different. That's how you it, get to showcase it. Totally. And make it feel unique and like you and like just show off. Yeah. Like your best stuff. What do you so think is like one of the first things that you get a call from a client, yeah. right? And we're not doing like small work anymore. We're doing like, let's call it, I'd say maybe a thousand to 10,000 or something. Big but range. Five to 10,000. Yeah, okay. Five cool. to 10,000. Yeah, Cause there's a, there's a yeah, switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, switch I'm going to go five to yeah, 10,000. Cool. Okay. You get a warm lead and they're like, Hey, you know, what can you guys do? What would you send them over? I would send them my website and then I would send them like a capabilities deck, probably tailored kind of to what they are. If I, if it's a really hot, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like if I like, you don't want to do work for free, but if you, yeah, just send the capabilities deck, I can shoot direct edit and I can do some after effects, you know? And if you want some color correction, I, maybe I know a guy or we have a guy that does that. You can just say like, you know, well, mm -hmm. what about you? Is that what you're doing? Yeah. I think it's important to just put what, what you're literally capable of, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to be um, a master of none. You want to yes. be like good at one. Someone actually literally DM me day. I do simple logo design, videography, photography. I'm like, and I, he said, I specialize. I go, that's not specializing. You just no. named like 17 things. Right. <laughs> you just literally named 17 things. Right, so yeah. find a few things that you guys are really good at and, or you have a friend that can do right. photography. You know, we're good at photography because videography. it's important to delegate, dude. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Also play guitar. Right. Oh, can cook I mean, some I can do it all. Toast. Yeah. Yeah. Just has a bunch of random interests in there. They're like, <laughs> well, the I do fuck? have, I do have on my resume, I have like my skills, but it's like a meter, you know? Nice. And I have like, like premiere, like all the way up. Mm -hmm. And it's like cinematography, almost all the way up, you know? I don't know, whatever. But then I have like digesting gluten, like very sliver. Because I can't do it. I can't do it at all. It's my Proficient at Excel. Yeah. <laughs> I think too, once you get to a point where you're making bread consistently, you know, there, there's this one thing that I think all of you should do once you're getting consistent bread with making videos and is to make an LLC. Mm -hmm. What does that stand for? Limited liability corporation. Yeah. It's Sounds good fancy. This is really good stuff because this is why you fucking need to get one of these. It is a little bit expensive if you're from California, but it varies depending on the state that you're working in the price of getting this made. So a limited liability corporation is going to help you in case we do a company, a job with another business, right? And the company gets mad at us and they go, hey, we didn't want this or whatever. And they try and sue my ass. Mm -hmm. Say I have like 100K in assets. Braden does. But the B-Figgy company doesn't Damn. make shit. Right. The B-Figgy company has three grand. Three in grand bank. in the bank account, yeah. right? Okay. 
they go to sue you, they're not going to sue me and get this hundred K of assets or whatever. They're just going to go be able to go after this three K. So it does, it's a little, it's a separation because you signed that contract as B figgy LLC, not exactly. as Braden Figueroa, the guy. There you go. Okay. If you don't like, they'll take your fucking house, yep, your car, exactly. your girlfriend. Exactly. They don't care. Dude. So just Savages. keep that in mind. And the other good thing about this is we get some tax advantages mm-hmm. instead of just being you know, regular person and we're paying uncle Sam, right? We get the opportunity to have some write-offs. You guys love the word write-offs. Oh God. Just write it off. Just write it off. Everything. I write off. So as a creator, (laughs) really you can write off almost everything. The IRS don't list to this dude. Defund the IRS, by the way. Um, but like you can write off like any trips you take, say you post on Instagram, that's marketing because you get, you've probably gotten some leads on, on Instagram, whatever. And you can write off, um, meals like if we all go Abs- to dinner we're absolutely. probably gonna talk about this client i'm always throwing out oh. that i'm throwing down that card yeah that credit card baby and just take a picture of the receipt that's all you got to do you don't have to save you don't have to put in a shoe but just take a picture I, i'll take my girl out to dinner and i'll be like and she's like why are you always taking pictures of the receipts i'm like did we not talk about because i'm a photographer right yeah exactly i took a picture of you and posted on the gram okay um, so right a, off everything. It's an important thing, very important thing to get your LLC made and it legitimizes you yeah. as a company and you are now a business and you're not just like a dude making vids. It also incentivizes or, you or to, a check or a check. Yes, there it is. absolutely. We have actually a lot of awesome female yep. listeners. Yep. Um, it also incentivizes you to buy more camera equipment because that's yep. a write off and that's a really important investment, which we'll get into later. Also talk to your accountant before you get an LLC because mm-hmm. like, you have to be making this. You have to be bringing in a certain amount of money for it to make sense. Totally, it's not super cheap. Yeah, yeah. Because like in literally in California, it costs eight hundred dollars a year. So a year, dude, which is yeah. ridiculous. In Minnesota, I swear, it's like ten bucks. It's like yeah. Chipotle or an LLC. Which one do you want? Yeah. Today? <laughs> um, also, speaking of like protecting yourself, you need insurance. Yeah, Ooh, this right. Is good. Insure your gear. Absolutely. I had a very bad incident. Um, it happened like months back. Dude, I still think about this. I know, I dude. Still I, know can't, I can't even believe this. Is this is like happened. actually insane we that this happened. There. So we had an FX3 with a G Master 2470 just stolen, which is sick. Um, and that's like, for those listening, that's like eight grand worth of shit. Yes, and, and I still don't know how we lost it, but and it's fine. And basically, you know, what happens in that situation, if you don't have insurance, you were shit out of luck and you will buy a new, a completely new setup. And for many, most people in the world, eight grand sets people back pretty deep. Yes, oh, dude. So, you know, so that sucks ass. So, but what's great is I had insurance. And so I called my insurance guy and said, hey, Rock, you know, I lost this camera, got stolen. It's gone forever. He goes, it's great. Let's file a claim. Mm-hmm. And then in a month, I get the bread back. So yeah, dude. insane that that's even possible. They just took it right out of the, they had to have taken it out of the car as fuckers. I have no idea. Anyways, but yeah. Camera's gone forever. And sure. I mean, I was at the, I was shooting a thing for Genesis and there was this other guy there that had like a C70. And this mm-hmm. is before we had our, no, no it was, it was right it was, when we got, right when got it. And the dude just put it just down and he just like put it on a table and then like when he had a coffee, Stupid like move. an idiot. Stupid move. And then it's not there and he's freaking out. He's like asking me, he's like, is that mine? I'm like, nah, dog, I got my sticker. Yeah, get stickers for your shit, by oh, the way. That's that a helped. good one, yeah. And he was freaking out. I'm like, well, you have insurance, right? And he's like, no. And just a like, light eight grand like, oh, down dude, the drain. you are fucked. Yeah, so. Poor guy. Get insurance. It's so necessary. And dude, like literally for a thousand bucks, you can cover like a million dollars of yeah. shit. So, Literally. So for the year, it's so worth it. You you can pay month to month or you can pay for the year and you can get a little bit cheaper rate. Along with that, like oftentimes when you go to shoot at certain venues, they're going to ask you to provide a, or get a COI, which mm-hmm. is a certificate of insurance. Every time I go shoot a venue for Loud Luxury, I have to provide a COI. That's just in case like something happens, like 
I have insurance covering me. Is that like yeah. if like the pyro like sets you on fire? Yeah, if he break, I, if he I falls guess. and breaks his leg in the thing. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, I also think it's like if I fuck something up in the venue. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like sure, sure, I, sure, sure, I sure. have a, I have like a million or two million dollars of insurance that can boy. cover stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't even know what a COI was really until like recently when mm-hmm. I had to start providing them for multiple shoots. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a COI is just a, cer- a certificate of insurance and. Um, you know, through your insurance, you can get them. Yeah. You invest in yourself as a, as a business owner, as a creative, like this is super important is like, you're always investing back into yourself, whether it be with gear, totally. whether it be with, um, an accountant that that's literally, you're investing back in yourself. You're getting someone to help you get through, you know, your taxes and all that good stuff. Well, yeah, let's talk, let's talk about investing quick because as a most, most creators, not most, but a lot of them are freelance, right? Mm -hmm. And when you're freelance, you don't have the option to like put money aside for a 401k for retirement. So the Roth IRA is your best friend because the Roth IRA is not taxable. You just put, you contribute, you can contribute up to six grand every year um, unless you like start making a certain amount. 500 bucks. 500 bucks a month. Yeah. And it's, it's just like, it's, it's insane because it's just the compounding interest dude on this thing. It's like, if you start doing it when you're like 21 and I, I did the math, but you'll will be a millionaire when you retire, which is crazy. And you need to invest that because then when you're 65 and you're too old to fuck and your back hurts, you can't lift the Ronin anymore. All of a sudden you got millions of dollars. You don't need yeah. to go to Hawaii, you know? And you're either going to give it to Uncle Sam, you're either yeah. going to pay it in taxes right. or you can invest in yourself. Right. So yeah, in, invest in the Roth IRA. Um, I would also say like in other investing terms, like I've been reading this book, uh, The Psychology of Money. Super it's interesting. good book. But um, invest in, yeah, invest in like, especially if you're young, like just slow and steady always wins, wins the race, you know? Yeah, the get rich quick schemes yeah. are usually too good to be yeah, true. Right. Sometimes, and sometimes they hit and a lot of times they don't and it just kind of evens out, but like a slow and steady incline. But yeah, like you said, the best thing you can invest in is yourself, especially as a creator because you can just see it. You can see the return physically. Like if you have, like the most money you can make with a T5i, let's say, mm-hmm. unless, yeah, unless you're like Casey Nice or like Tom, like a, a artist, right? Mm-hmm. Is probably like fifteen hundred bucks, I would say, like tops for a video or a shoot or yeah. 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 Um, but if you have, if you invest like the seven grand or whatever to buy like a C seventy or whatever, it's a lot of money. But you can all of a sudden charge like twenty grand for a video because you have like the top of the line stuff, and then companies will come after that. And you usually, I mean, in our experience, we bought the red, we paid it off in one shoot. We bought these C seventies, we both paid them off like threefold by mm. now. It's in it's it's a hard leap to make, but I swear if you're a creator and you're passionate about this, investing in cameras is never going to bite you in the ass. I think so too. And you don't also have to spend like the whatever six, seven, ten thousand dollars on the camera. Again, we've talked about this before on the pod, but like yeah. you can rent gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and you can also work that into a contract. Right, new yeah, budget. True, it's, like, a, budget. it's also a business expense if you buy it. Yeah. Exactly. And I think there's a there comes a time when when you're doing stuff for like you know, thousand bucks, 2000 bucks, whatever. Like there's not really any planning, not a lot of planning, at least that goes no, along with the stuff. Little. Right. And as you get, you know, into big rock land, we're going to call that you have, there's things that are expected from the client side. When you get on the phone call, they're like, where's this, you know, they're in, we're going to help you with that in this episode. So you don't look stupid and mm-hmm. you come prepared when it does come time for you to charge more money and you're ready to assemble your squad for like right. a job that you get you're not going to look stupid and you're going to be ready to rock and roll it's all in the land of pre-production because you get paid for your ideas right because there's there's a it comes to a point where like everyone can like not everyone but like there's a few talented people that can just like make videos right but there's only one person you that can come up with this idea that the client's going to want to buy and that's what they pay for ultimately in the end and like i was really fortunate where my first like big client like 20 plus 
K client, like just walk me through this. Cause he was like kind of a friend. Right. And he was like, you're going to have to send me a treatment. You're gonna have to send me storyboards. And I didn't know what the fuck these things were. I was Googling, but like, we'll talk, we'll tell you now. So you don't have to deal with that. And pre-production can, you know, take almost, if not more time totally. than oh, the yeah. actual production. It'll take you into sketch boy hours. Mm-hmm. Speaking of sketch boy hours, you were up sketch boy hours. Yeah. So I, what happened? Is, I'm going to tell you what I happened before we get into this, before we get into this, the pre-production. So I, I don't know what happened, dude. I must've been pounding water before I went to bed last night. So I get up to pee for like the second time already at like two in the morning. And I got I get up to pee and I walk out there and then I just see Braden like dart, dart into his room. And I'm like, what the fuck? Is this like a Braden infestation? Like, why is he hiding from me? I got scared. You know, yeah. I, I was, I was pacing around. I was doing some th- deep thought provoking thinking and, um, that this is prime sketch boy hours and you you kind of oh, yeah. you know you kind of invaded my territory it was like right out here i was pacing yeah. around this this <laughs> it was so funny and i hear like a creak and i go the fuck is up right now and and i look over and i just see chase like whoa and i just run into the room i was like i gotta get out of here i was about to do i wasn't like i was like i wasn't even like sleepy so i was like about to dab you up like what's up dog and you're like ran out that's of funny I was, what, I was thinking a what lot. would you say your sketch boy level sketch boy hours level has been at recently like, like this past week like an 8.7 oh really you've been really hitting it lately oh yeah dude because oh, I've, I've, I've been working on ot we're working yeah, sure sure, sure. We got a lot of stuff that we're working <laughs> yeah, on right dude. now so we're, we've been up uh plotting and responding back to all the dms and making sure the request stays low and we're we're getting after it though and we got some really cool stuff in the works for you guys i'm excited dude. i'm really yeah. excited for that how do you man you've been working hard been working hard we're getting after it but king of sketch bars king but, okay. of sketch bars. but back to back Let's, to back so, to pre-production what even is pre-production what even like, is this shit I always think of the the basis of pre-production. Oh, well, there's two sides. There's like the creative side and there's like the business side, right? Okay. On the creative side, I would say like the the main thing that like gets you work. So is a treatment. Mm-hmm. So when like, and I'll explain the way, but yes, goes. I was just going to say like, before you even get to like the pre-production stuff, like mm-hmm. you're going to get a lead for right. a client right. somehow, right. right? So I think we should talk about like when you get a lead, right how how might that come about and like what are the first few things that you that you deal with like how is that first initial meeting or call gonna go sure yeah you kind of have to like say well this is yeah like you kind of run them through your capabilities in a way you say this is what we can do this is what yourself this is what i've done before yeah be like nice be funny be friendly because these first meetings they just are kind of kind of feel you out they want to see what what the deal is sketchy are you gonna steal my money Yeah, yeah exactly um like be friendly and then if that meeting goes well they're like that's great like how like you send us over like something for this project that we can like sink our teeth into right like the big big commercial land they'll just go out the agency will go out to production companies Mm -hmm. and the production companies will go out to directors and then the directors send in treatments no they don't get paid for but they send in like the sickest fucking treatments and then the production company picks the one like the director that had the coolest treatment basically or the one that aligns with the vision the most tell me a little bit about a treatment like what exactly is a treatment what is included so, and how do you make one totally so usually it's like you get like reference photos from not your work necessarily it can be some of your work but like gifts and photos that like feel like how you want the video to feel and then you describe so like there's this one that i've used before that's like it's like a car like ripping through a city basically and it's just a gif and then i talk about just like speed and how i want speed to feel in the video and so you describe like feelings that you'll have you describe like the texture describe like the emotion that the viewer is going to go through while they're watching it and then you also get into more of like the beats of the actual video you're going to make like this will happen then this will happen it's not like a script so much as it is just like 
uh, yeah, like an outline of the video with like pictures that kind of describe how it's going to feel. And a lot of the times there's like, you're going up against multiple production companies Mm -hmm. that have sent in these treatments. So you want to make it good. If you can partner with a friend that's good at graphic design, totally. It'll save your ass. Now does the treatment come, you know, before the initial meeting or after the initial meeting? It it depends. Cause like, on like on those bigger shoots, you know, they're reaching out to like 50 production studios and then right. they're just getting in a bunch of them, which is kind of effed up because they're getting their ideas before. For free. Yeah, which is whack. But Oh, dude. I, I had this one. It was actually for the Timberwolves. Shut up the Timberwolves in the playoffs right now. We're probably going to lose. We keep fucking up the leads. But we, <laughs> me and my buddy Kevin pitched the Timberwolves and we had the sick, I made like a sample video. He had the, the sickest treatment. We were super excited about it. Sent it in and I wasn't in the meeting, but he was. And he said, no one else had a treatment like ours, but we didn't win. It was really frustrating. And they went like this big agency, right? Fast forward a month. The Timberwolves are just, dude, it was our creative for sure. All the stuff they use, I was like, I was literally like exactly how it felt. And our, I was so fucking pissed. Anyways, that's the fucked up thing about treatments is a lot of times you don't get paid for them. So even if you don't win the work, you still don't get paid, which sucks. But you kind of just got to throw your hat at a lot of stuff. You know, that is the creative and all that kind of stuff. It's very determinant, if that's even a word. Is that right? Is that I don't, I don't know what it, you're going to say It's next. determined yeah. on like. There it is. <laughs> It's determined on, you know, how well you communicate with the client, yes, right? Totally. So it's like when you're taking that initial call, they're going to tell you like exactly what they are looking for you. And like having clear communication is the best way to like ensure that you provide them with mm-hmm. a great treatment and that like. Yeah, you're there to listen. You're exactly. there not totally. to sell. You have to, you got to come to that first meeting with a solid list of questions. Yes, exactly. So you don't leave and then be like. Oh, we're supposed to ask them this. They're like, oh, we forgot that. Like, you look stupid. Then that makes you look like an amateur. Another note on the treatment, Hmm. and and, and then I'm going to go off that too, is that this is what they do in movies, and I'm going to steal this for commercial stuff. They make a playlist, which is so sick. Yeah, so they send them like a 10-song playlist of like this. Like, these are like songs that might actually be in the movies for this, for like, because like, but... And it's also just, it totally, because you can, what creates mood more than a fucking song? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So like, I'm like going to try to start making like five song playlists for commercial stuff. Just like kind of say like, this is what it's going to feel like. This is might be a song reference for the actual spot. The other thing I was going to say was with, in these initial meetings, they're going to tell you what they want and you just got to rephrase it and say it back to them. That's the whole key. This is the key in dating. This is the key in everything. Like seriously, they're going to say like, we want a 30 second video that really makes us feel like our brand is cool and it's disruptive. And then at the end of the meeting, you'll be like, yeah, so I think that's what we need to do here is like, we need to make a video that makes it feel like you're just like interesting and like really like hip, you know, and like awesome. And like, it's just like, it's almost innovative in the in the thing. And it's about like 30 seconds. And they're like, this guy fucking gets it, dude. It's it's seriously, you just got to say it back to him with different words. You got to be like a, like a human thesaurus. Human yeah. thesaurus, yeah. exactly. Obviously part of communication is like what you're saying, like you want to have a good set of questions to ask, right? So like, Brandon, can you tell me a few good questions that mm-hmm. like, obviously each project's going to be different. You're going to ask different questions for different projects. But I think it's good to have in your back pocket, like a few solid questions that you ask every single time. Yeah. Where is this going to live? Because mm-hmm. right now we're in the age of social media, but yeah. this might be something that just goes on their website. So where it's like internal. Exactly. Whatever, so then yeah. you can use whatever song you Which want. If fun. it's internal, you don't have to pay yeah. for any music. Um, you know, when is the turnaround time looking like right. on this? Mm-hmm. Because that could change the price. If they're like, we need this tomorrow. Like, great. There's a $2,000 rush fee on that. That's great. You mm-hmm. know, whatever. Like we can make that happen, but it's going to be more expensive. Like, oh, why? Because it's a rush right. fee. We have other shit that we're doing. You know, you could also ask them, what is the goal of this video? Is it to sell people? 
Is it to like drive revenue for us? Is it just awareness? Because then the the video, the idea behind the video completely changes. We're not going to have like a call to action at the end. Maybe if it's just awareness, you know, if we're just, it just totally depends on what they're trying to do with this piece of content. And you got to ask them though, these questions, because otherwise you go make a treatment and they're like, Ooh, this isn't exactly what we wanted. And that's your fucking fault for not asking good questions. And something I really like a question in us, cause you are great asking questions. Oh, he's the best. Meetings. He's the king of it. A question I love that I've never heard before is you always ask like, what does a home run look like? Like what? Cause then you can't lose. Then you can't lose. You can't lose. They'll tell you exactly what they want. And if they don't know, then you, then if you get them and they don't like it, they're like, well, you didn't know what you wanted to eat. Yeah. And this is the whole thing is you might get into a meeting with someone, right? And you start asking them questions and they're like, originally they're like, we just want a a video. And by the end of it, you're like, oh shit, you guys need strategy. Mm -hmm. You need a bunch of, you need a bunch of other stuff to like actually make this happen. You might even fucking need a video. You you guys, you ask a bunch of good questions. Like a lot of people just stop it. Like, oh, where is this going to go? And then they're like, oh, it's going to go on social. Okay, cool. That's it. And then they stop there. But it's like, but it's like hypothetical, right? You keep asking questions like, oh, hey, I'll give you a great example of this. So say we're working with like a football apparel brand, right? And we ask like, oh, you know, what's this video for? Like, we're trying to sell some stuff. Okay. Like. What are we exactly we trying to hit? Like, oh, we need to hit two million. What happens if you hit two million sales on this? Oh, we get another round of seed money. Oh shit. Okay, so what's the seed money look like? We get five million in seed money. Right. Okay, so and then you know, say you're pitching this video and it's like ten grand for the video, right? right? And they're like, we only want to pay five. Be like, so you want to fucking pay five thousand for the two million that we're gonna get in seed money, and right. that's that's what you guys want to put up is five thousand dollars, and they're like. Holy shit. Yeah, you're right. That right. was a stupid thing to say. We're right. down to pay 25 yeah. for this video to hit the 2 million. So by asking good questions, you uncover more information about the client that will help you both win because totally. you're trying to win. Everyone's totally. trying to win. You want to get them happy. We want to make good money and we want to make them good work. Another thing that also comes into play with asking like, what does a home run look like or an ideal partnership look like? There's some times where you're just making one-off videos, mm-hmm. right? Or doing one-off photos. But if you're running social media, right? For a company like something that I do that Braden's girlfriend actually helps me with, right? Is like we help um, create content on like TikTok and Instagram for other brands, right? And so that it's not just like you're making one piece of content for them. You're making a certain amount of content every single month on like a like a recurring monthly basis. right? So it's like, okay, let's say we're going to sign an initial three-month contract. It's like, okay, after these three months, what do you hope to accomplish like from all of this content Mm -hmm. that we're making from you. Okay, you hope to have this amount of followers, this many likes. We'd like to have this kind of engagement. Knowing what they um, are hoping to have achieved by the end as far Mm -hmm. as like sales driven or amount of followers or likes, whatever it may be. Like it's important to know what they hope to have achieved by the end. Definitely. And I'm going to save you guys just thousands of hours of time right here. So everybody focus up. This is the big one. Okay. This is the big one because you're going to get a ton of messages as you get bigger and better as a creative. They're like, Hey, I want you to work on this project. And like, this is what it looks like. And this one single line will save you so much time and money. And it's just bringing up, first of all, bringing up budget early. So you can figure out, you can weed out people that can't afford you. Tell them, be like our minimum level of engagement is whatever your daily rate is that you want a thousand bucks, five, 10, 50, whatever right. that number is. And then they're going to be like, we can't pay that. Great. 
Bye. Bye. See ya. Yeah. That's easy. And it's that simple. Then they don't waste their time either. Yes, exactly. Because then they're it's, reaching out it's, to the wrong It's guy. not the right fit for them. And it's also dope to say. It's a great it's line fun. to say. Oh, my minimum is five. Oh, oh, oh well, I didn't. You 500? Look, you're doing great. Or, no, 5,000. Oh. But you're doing great. That's great. You know, tell me about the videos you're making. All of a sudden, they're interested yeah. now. Um, but speaking of budget, dude, it's important to make one. Yeah, you got it because oh. because when you even if before you say say like you're going back and forth and then you get up the call and they're like just send us like how much do you think this is gonna cost don't just like guess because there's a few times where we set a big number and we thought like holy shit like we don't have to work again <laughs> like we are rich now but then you do the you do go through the costs and all of a sudden you're just getting paid like basically your day rate I mean there's been a, there was a time where I thought we were gonna have a really big bag but then because of the thing we were shooting the hotel was like three grand. And that really cuts into your fucking profit. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's not like once you get a little bigger, they just give you a budget and then you spend it on how you see fit, right? And so you're not just like, oh, we'll give you 500 bucks to make a video. And so it's important to make a budget and put in there like how much the hotel, flights if you have to fly, meals, Ubers, like gear equipment. Mm-hmm. There are so many things that chip away at your profit and you need to put all that in there. And then you're like, oh shit, once you realize that, like I need to charge at least 10 grand to make any money on this there thing. There you go. You know exactly. what I mean? My first 10K video ever, right when I graduated college, we locked in our first 10K video and I was like, that's it. I don't have to work anymore. It's over. Right. I'm know, also I, moving to Bali and yeah, everything's way cheaper. Yeah, right? exactly. So we do this video in LA. And then we bounce out to Bali. We shoot this video. It goes really well. Whatever. There's like a few videos. Upon further investigation of the contract, I realized that I had made a crucial mistake. And I left out revisions mm. in the contract. That'll bite you. Holy shit. Did this just ruin my day? We get out to Bali. And I'm, dude, I'm Bali Fig now. I'm rocking no, no <laughs> shirt. You know? I'm, <laughs> no, I'm, shirt. No, no shirt. I'm riding yeah. the fucking sick motorcycle around. I'm what's like, like, What's like the fancy gym there that all the white girls? Like uh, body, yeah, body factory. Body yeah, factory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all the hot chicks and the hot dudes go to body yeah, factory. So, yeah. you know, we're going to body factory. And I'm like, oh, I got to edit these four videos. And I'm rich now, by the way. Drinking ten, acai bowls ten, 10K every day. bag. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I'm rich. So, anyways, I... Uh, I get back V1 and I, I see the, the list of notes. It was a fucking novel. And I was like, oh, it's great. Yeah, it's just a novel. I'm uh-huh. like, we're going to go through this. And then I look in the contract. go, holy shit. I left out revisions. Mm-hmm. And we're fucked. Mm-hmm. We are fucked. Especially because a lot of times they will leave out feedback. And then they're like, why don't you say that on on V7, dude? Dude, dude, dude. We, went, know, like- we went through on these four videos. I shit you not, I probably made four cents an hour. Because right. we made... Probably each, there's four of them and they're like a minute long. There was each at least version 29 or above. And we were going That's like this. Insane. We we were getting to 29, like in the 20s. And they'd be like, can we actually revert back to V6? And my dumb ass also at that time. Did, you were doing the I wasn't. I, was, I wasn't doing copying my sequences. Yeah. So I would be like, yeah. I got I got to remake version nine. Are you right. fucking kidding let's me? Just, yeah, let's just clear this up right now. Yeah, right now. Okay, so if you you make an edit and then you send it off, uh-huh. and then they give you notes, this you duplicate save. the sequence, new timeline, and then say like V two, right? There it is. And then copy the sequence you have, and then start going because so many times, yeah. right? You know, what? I actually really liked V three. Now I think now I'm seeing V twelve. I really liked V three, and if you don't have it, you got to make it again, which sucks. It's terrible. It makes Done you just want to cry. So really, just have revisions in the contract for yeah. the love of god in the statement of work have revisions like please yeah. like let's talk about a statement of work like, that's a good thing what is, thing? What is a statement it? of work oh, you know? wait you. oh okay <laughs> I can go, I can before go. before that you always write them so. <laughs> we're gonna get to that in one sec oh, but i, I do want to say that like talking about money is uncomfortable it's not like an easy thing to talk about i love it but <laughs> <laughs> i love money but um especially when like dealing with the client but like 
you just got to get over it. And like, you got to talk about money because you want to bring it up early in the initial conversation. But like the worst thing you can do is have an initial meeting with someone and not bring up budget. Totally. Be like, oh, I'm so excited. Like there's this new client, da, 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 da. And then you're like, well, fuck, I don't even know how much they're going to pay me. And then like you spend all this time making the treatment, whatever. And then you send it over and they're like, oh, we can't actually afford you. And then you're like, I spent all this time making the treatment, doing all this creative work and I'm not even getting paid for it because we're not aligned on price. I can't tell you how many decks that I've made that I've spent days of my life making and I will never get that time back because I didn't bring up the budget early in the conversation. So bring up the budget early, have a minimum level of engagement that works for you, that gets your bills paid, that you're happy with, and you will never ever run into a bunch of bs with a client ever again that's where they get you is the revisions man for sure that's how they if you like all of a sudden it's awesome and say in the in statement of work yeah like oh it's just gonna cost you way more to give us more revisions you know what yeah I mean? it's so, so important this statement of work is after like they've agreed they're like yes we want to do this perfect you've okayed the treatment that's great let's lock this shit in you send them over the statement of work and they, they can like make changes to this or whatever but the statement of work has the scope of work in it and the scope is just what you're doing it's got all the deliverables in it mm-hmm. the timeline for this you know the work back schedule like hey i'm gonna send you v1 on the 21st and i would need your revisions on the 23rd and if you don't get them to me by the 23rd the timeline's fucked right so everything gets changed around but it's on you because i sent it on the 21st you know so you got to have all of those things in this statement of work that be like hey you know you're working with this team and this is what we're providing we're providing you a dp we're providing you a producer and if they're like hey why wasn't blah 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 on the set it's like go look at the statement of work the statement of work is your fallback plan to all of the questions and concerns that a client might have and you can also say how you're going to get paid in terms of like pay once you have Mm. a bigger budget you're like let's give a third up front or a half because then i can cover the hotel and the flights and the fucking audio you're not paying out of pocket that's gonna fuck us let's be honest (laughs) and also (laughs) (laughs) and then and then you have enough money already though but you're not super pissed about it you can eat chipotle and feel happy and also include what is outside of your scope yes yes because you know, you might be doing a video and they're like, oh, can you also take photos? Well, no, because that's outside the scope of work and right. that's going to cost you well, Graphics. Right. We love yeah. graphics. I, that's, I've gotten that a few times. It's like, oh, like you can like make like really sweet graphics for this, right? As the video guy. And I'm like, well, that's not in the statement of work. And no, I'm going to have to hire a designer. It's outside of scope and we'll, we'll I'll get you a quote sent back over for that. Right. I got, a, I got a great, I got a great designer in mind. <laughs> He's really expensive, you know? Another thing that I've learned coming along the way of like creating budget is just like not taking into account certain things that are going to cost money while like producing this video or doing this project for example like travel Mm -hmm. right like whether it is your time that it takes to travel Right. right so let's say like you know you might get hired to like go to another state and it's just like a two hour shoot or whatever and you're quoting them a certain price like yo it's only a two hour shoot like why is it so expensive well i'm flying you know i'm traveling six hours both ways across the country and like that is my time because yeah because it's all just your time they're paying for your time right yeah and like so yeah like and usually you can get you usually get like a discounted rate so like say like your day rate is 1500 usually your travel day is like 750 which is fine because you don't have to shoot you kind of just hang out on the plane and watch movies but definitely build them for travel days very important definitely. also lodging gear rentals yes meal models and actors oh props yeah. they'll take your money for think sure. of any and everything that's going to cost you money and like work that into your budget and put it in an excel sheet and, yeah. and and you send it to them because then they see oh it's got this cost 30 grand because of that mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it makes a lot of sense instead of just saying a big ass number and they freak out and you're gonna know when you get here because this isn't for the mom and pop donut shop right you know yes. what i'm saying guys <laughs> like you rhyme? know okay let yeah that was good huh yeah you guys got to remember this like don't go 
to your first new client that's like a thousand bucks, like a five hundred dollar job, and be mm. like, I need seventeen thousand dollars because I listened to the five hundred five right. podcast and they told me to do this shit. No, don't yeah, don't ambush people. Yeah, don't, you, got, you know, get, mom and pop shops need cheap videos. Yeah, guys, you know? don't fucking price gouge people because this is great advice here. Like, no video. There's not going to be one video that you guys make in your career unless it's like a feature film that just makes you rich no. overnight, right? Like, dude, even if it's like a $50,000 video, I promise you, it's not going to make you rich because by the time everyone's paid out, all the shit's said and done, right. you're not going to come out with as much money as you're probably thinking. Yes. So like, try and be cognizant of when you're making a budget, be like, okay, what's fair for this? And also who are you, who's your competition? Who are you going up against? You know, right. and then one more, just on the topic of like budgeting and stuff, it's not always good to come in cheap. Because yeah. Pe yeah. people are gonna like hypothetical. I'm a business owner and I get a bunch of budgets and I see the cheapest guy. I'm probably just gonna fucking rule the cheap. I'm like, I don't Me want too. broke shit. Get right. that out of here, right? right? No broke boys over you know, here. You know what right. I'm saying? So like, always be thinking like you're delivering a quality of your work. That's what people are paying for, and you're bringing the heavy hitters to the squad or whatever mm -hmm. that looks like. Mm -hmm. But there's a time and place when you're gonna be able to charge higher budgets. Don't gouge them. You kind of have to feel it out. You yeah. got to feel it out. But all these things that we're telling you, like if you work your business like this and mm -hmm. do these steps that we talked about in this pod, like that's what's going to allow you to charge more. Mm -hmm. It's like totally. this guy's yeah. charging $500, but then you're able to charge like a thousand or $1,500 because you're way more prepared and totally. like provide more than because the other Because you're, like you're like a business now, Exactly. Right? I'm not a business, man. I'm a business, man. Nice, guys. Thank you for that. I don't real awkward to say anything. And then you got to finish all of this good stuff up with a legally binding contract. Yes. Google this shit, okay? I'm not going to fucking give you my contracts. Don't text me about my fucking contracts. <laughs> all right, go Google what a contract is and pay a fucking lawyer the price that it pays to make a contract, a good contract for you. They're under a thousand bucks and it sucks, guys. I know, dude, like businesses cost money though. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is the whole thing is like it costs money to make money. So go out, exactly. find the right people that you need to hire to like make good stuff. And I think that is uh, that is all she wrote, ladies Absolutely. and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the 505 Podcast. If you're still here, please take a screenshot, lob it up on the story. Tag Chase because he's back. Yeah, tag me, dude. Dude, it felt good to have you back. It felt good to have bro. you back. It felt great to also, be back. okay, real quick, huh. we just recently hit 250 subs on YouTube. Like, Ooh, and the engagement has been crazy. Come on. Crazy. Shout out to the squad. Dude, you guys are going oh, nuts. We with got the pod. we got dope shit planned Hell for yeah. you guys. And I Ooh, can't wait baby. for the journey. And we'll see you guys all next week. Peace. Peace. Bye.